Hey there, guys. Before we get into the podcast today, I just want to share with you a quick clip of my new song, I Think I'm Drinking Tonight, which is now available on Spotify and Apple Music. Let's check it out. Where did you go? Motivation and positively obnoxious. That's me. It's the Tony Gabbard Show! Hey guys, this is Tony Gephardt. Welcome to the Tony Gephardt Show. And for today's episode, I got a really cool friend of mine. You know him from Blind Abilities, Jeff Thompson. How you doing? Doing good, Tony. Glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, thank you for your time and for uh, just considering the uh, opportunity. For me, it's an honor because I've always looked up to you and Pete Lane for podcasting. And if anything, I take a little influence from you. So that's also pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Blind Abilities is probably one of the largest podcasts right now in blindness content. Everything from technology, college, preparations, work readiness, wellness, you name it, everything. Been following the podcast for a number of years now. But, you know, I don't want to just talk about the podcast with you. I really want to get a chance to dive into, you know, what what started this trend for you and Pete and you know what what brought blind abilities into into the sunlight can you can you talk about that well tony yeah you're a teacher and i i was a teacher too i taught woodworking and stuff and it's something about sharing knowledge or experiences with people so they can gain from it and move forwards and so after i left uh teaching woodworking um, oh, I still did some. I went to San Francisco Lighthouse out there on Beater Mountain and taught at the summer camps for advanced and beginners classes out there during the summer, which was always a neat adventure. So I felt that there was a way to still do it. And it was podcasting. Someone mentioned podcasting to me and it was like, wow, I wish you would have told that before I got rid of all my music equipment. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I saved my microphone. So that's, that's I had important. my mic. Yeah. And today you don't need all the big, you know, you don't need a big case with five different things to bolt into it, you know, to get your sound out there. It's really neat how it's changed over the last 10 years. Putting out a podcast, putting out 101s, you know, someone new is coming into blindness all the time. Sure. It's 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 101. It's and we didn't want to get on a podium and start going up the ladder like, "Oh, this is 301. What are you asking this question for? Go back to school. Right. <laughs> so we wanted to be there for the, the beginners, the newly blind, those who haven't been exposed to some of the equipment and stuff like that. So I actually started over on Audio Boo. Then it changed to Audio Boom and had a blind wow, abilities that, channel. That's funny. I haven't heard about that service in a long time. I created an account from what I remember, but I abandoned it after like two months. <laughs> oh yeah, it's but still it, running. It really, it really no. It's changed its whole platform, oh, and okay. when it went through its changes and stuff, it felt like our foundation was on sand. So <laughs> we started sure. um, putting it onto a dot com which seemed pretty solid because then you could have a place, then you could control if that place sinks or swims. 
you know, but uh, Audio Boom was pretty cool. We had over 70, 775,000 downloads. Wow. Which, you know, that, that uploads, downloads, you know, it was a conversation. It was like kind of like clubhouses today, but you're not all in the room at the same time. Right. You just respond to people's messages back and forth and stuff. And it's audio. So that was really cool. And so I started doing some skits on there just for fun because there are no rules or anything. And it was really fun to start experimenting. I went and got my first Mac. And because my PC screwed up <laughs> and I got a Mac and I started learning how to mix and I started doing, you know, it just started going into getting into it. And it was really fun. And so when we decided to put it on the rock solid foundation pete lane sent me a demonstration that he did that he wanted me to post and i asked how he did it and he was moving his phone between a speaker and a microphone balancing it on a table uh trying to that, this is primitive stuff back yeah then. That, this is character building right here yeah and i told him i said have you ever heard of you're running a mac have you ever heard of amadeus pro Oh, and he said, no. So that's a fun one. I got him going on Ottoman Day. I mean, and he took off with it. I'm not giving credit for all he knows. Believe me, he he went his own route. We're both two different types of people. And but I got him going on that. And once he got to a point where he could edit and do a few things here and there, I took the time to build the website. And everything takes time for all this stuff. And oh, yeah. I built a website. We got going. We got established. We're somewhere. <laughs> we had blindabilities.com and we're off and going. That's why our first podcast was called In, In the, the Beginning. beginning. <laughs> because, In the Beginning. <laughs> yeah, because of, <laughs> and we brought that. on some people from there. But as yeah. it got going, we start making blindabilities our own. And I kept going. And over the years, you know, things changed a little bit. You know, one hundred ones, and the thing about tech—if you do a tech on an iPhone four, who cares about it when the iPhone six comes out? Right. <laughs> so some of changes. these are just—it just disposes. And after a while, Pete had family stuff, and I kept going. Started diversifying a little bit, getting different shows. We had the techability shows with Serena, Callie, Seun, and then oh, yeah. Wilderness Wednesday came along with Beth and Robin. And there are two therapists out in Colorado and stuff, which is a good dose. You know, when you edit something, you got to listen to it three, four, five, six times. So I get my free therapy every month. And then you mentioned jobs and all that stuff. We had job insights. And that was with Serene, Sarley, and Daisha. So we've had quite a few different types of shows going all the time on and off. It's a well-rounded type of library of podcasts that you'll find there well and it's cool because you know you're building the community you've built a, a strong network of professionals and you know like-minded people who you know have the same intention the same morale compass right to ex you know extend a hand of knowledge but also you know connect newly blind people with seasoned pros or you know just resources and i think that's like one of the biggest things in demand especially now post-pandemic you know yeah because when you're newly blind and looking out there in the, your future in your globe your sphere your magic yeah, uh, yeah. ball <laughs> where where where's your path leading and, th and then when you see down the road there that other people 
have succeeded in these fields or this area or how are they doing that? Those, you know, you cock your head a little bit, like, and you dig in. And that, I think it's inspiration a little bit for people to realize that it's not all gloom and doom because mm-hmm. sometimes you might be in a situation where, you know, where do they keep the blind? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you just, you don't know. That was my first question to my counselor. I didn't know anybody that who was blind when I first lost eyesight. And that's usually the common thing, you know, I've been working in rehabilitation myself. You know, when we work with people who walk through our door, generally speaking, we're the first group of blind people that they've ever met. And, you know, it, it sets the tone and expectation mm-hmm. of what's going to happen, whether it be, you know, employment, education, or just general skills training, right? You know, so that's that's fascinating which i love because in some senses you know when you when you compile everything that blindability stands for you've got a rehabilitation in a digital platform i mean yeah. because you've got you've got your 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 post secondary resources you've got your skills training demonstrations your 101s and uh, when you categorize everything i mean there's a resource center right there and it's free. I just want to say thank you because you know sometimes you do this and you wonder where it's going, what what have you done, and when someone else sees that, it's like, yeah, that was the goal, you know, yeah. that was the goal. So it's, it's nice to hear, Tony. I look back before I got into rehabilitation myself as a professional when I was couch surfing and you know doing you know whatever drifters do. Blind Abilities was a podcast I had. I, I still today have saved on my podcast app. And every time a new episode comes out, I always take the time to listen to it. Because I know what I'm getting is quality. And I know what I'm getting is, you know, genuine knowledge from people who have this just crazy ambition to be better to and, and to share their um, charisma with the world. For me, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a kid in a candy shop. Like, oh my gosh, I got Jeff in the studio today. This is freaking awesome. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, being on your show really motivated me to use my voice. You, you know, it, 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 you inspired me in some, in some ways to start my own podcast. Because I, now I understand the true positive feeling that encompasses, you know, your own platform or being able to just reach out there and share my experiences as a person with the disability with others, right? Because the Tony Gephardt show, what what this what this platform stands to be is to bring successful and or su- success stories to the limelight or the spotlight rather and and really represent people who get it done people who get in front of a microphone get in front of a camera get in front of a job interview and say i did this i got this right we had scott mcintyre on in season one from american idol liam irvin in uh beginning of season two um you know and jessica tyna from uh, uh, out in De- Denmark, who just won the GitHub Accelerator Award and is on the Accelerator program right now. I mean, these are just world-renowned people who are in in the same shoe aisle as all of us. And the, you know, these these people out here, as we've as you know, you mentioned, and as we were talking about, people who need 
to hear a real story from a real person um, who was able to face adversity one way or another and now is making six figures or who is you know, uh, got a full scholarship to whatever school that they want. You know, you know, you fill in the gaps. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just have to say uh, people all have different drives. And as a teacher, when students came in, I could, I could sense their drive. And it was exciting for me as a teacher to facilitate, you know, they come in for a pit stop at a training center and it's like new tires, <laughs> you know, right. you're just going to get this car back out on the track because they're going, they're going someplace. Yeah. And you can just sense it. So it's nice to add to their arsenal of tools that they'll need or have at, at their accessibility to use. If they desire to use it, you never know what they're going to be doing. And that that's really cool. It's, it's really cool to sense this. So when I'm listening to success stories, sometimes they seem it's overwhelming, like they climb Kilimanjaro, but everybody has a Kilimanjaro. Everyone has a mountain they got to climb, whether it's little Timmy down the street learning, you know, second grade Braille or, you know, overcoming, you know, transitioning from first grade to second grade Braille, you know, and that's, that's a milestone, you know, yeah. that's, that's another step, you know? So, and I think that's what I tried doing behind blind abilities is keeping all our mountains attainable, um, but always looking over the next next little hill that you come to. What's next? You know, right, what's yeah. next? Just to keep that going. And I think that's where drive comes in. And uh, yeah, I think the teaching experience. I I don't like the saying that teaching is for those who couldn't do something else, you know, it was just a knack for me because I always worked when I was sighted. I worked on teams where I was a lead pressman. I had a feeder and then a, a helper. If I could right. teach my feeder to do my job, he did a better job at his job because he would help me do my job. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and if go. I called in sick one day, they might be able to at some point fill it then they know what I'm going through. So they understand what I need to do my job so they can do their job better, you know? Right. So teamwork and all that stuff. So teaching to me is if you can share your experiences, gosh, that really puts a person a step forward in their beginning of their journey. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, uh, th this kind of brings up, um, you know, the whole idea of uh, what what success is, right? This is like a hot topic that seems subjective to uh, the individual or the situation, right? So if I were to ask you, what is your idea of success? Like, what does that encompass for your journey? Oof. That's like the <laughs> hardest question to answer. Somebody oh, yeah. asked me that the other day. I said, give me a minute. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I would rather answer the question, why is there air? <laughs> um, <laughs> success. Yeah, I what think. Is, what is success? I think success is something that you can say, oh, I'm content mm. that you tried to do something and if you don't try 
then you always wonder. But if you actually go through with it and try and do something and succeed or get to another spot where, wow, this grade two is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I right. can read faster and the books come in half the size. You know, that that's success in, in a sense. I think success isn't a big picture. It's not right. a huge big. You got to remember, like our rookie quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings is going in there and he has to play one play at a time and then the next play and then the next. And that's just like in life. And that's just like in blindness skills, learning skills and stuff. It's learning one thing, then moving to the next. And then slowly along your journey, along your path, you start putting all these little trinkets together and you don't even notice it. You're just moving along and doing what you want to do so success is something that actually it's like a shadow around you while you're busy doing other things and slowly your life experiences your the ideas you're gathering all come together and that's that's where success kind of lands but it isn't a place i don't think it is a place i think it's like a shadow well you say contentment right you know and for lack Mm -hmm. of better phrases like micro dosing you 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 would count the little things the the small incremental steps that you've been able to take as you move towards you know uh, a goal or or an objective that you're trying to meet in that process so you know using this braille analogy you know someone who is reading grade one at 50 words a minute is being tested but now can read at 75 words a minute right so there's an example of success but now they're moving on to grade two reading at 30 words a minute that's still better than grade one 70 words a minute even though it looks different there's still a greater accomplishment on moving on to a more complex you know structure Mm -hmm. and the contractions and all this so it's 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 really interesting, uh, you know. Success is, as you as you really eloquently put it, is is not a place, or you know, it's not winning the Braille challenge every year. It's be being able to be nominated, or maybe it's being able to, you know, my wife, my, um, my wife, she's the fastest Braille reader I know. She can read at 175 words a minute. It's ridiculous, and. I look at her and and is like, are you proud of that? Like, you're this is ridiculously good, you know. She's like, I could always do better. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, to me that's wild because I'm I'm over here like I can read maybe at seventy five words a minute in second grade braille. I'm not the fastest draw in the West, you know. <laughs> you hand her the braille menu. <laughs> yeah, I hand her the braille menu, right? <laughs> she's got the braille display out at all times. Like she's she's just super good. She's really good at it. But uh, no, that's fascinating. Thank you for sharing that, you know. Um, but so let's talk about, you know, this. So, it, you know, in 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 the generation that we have now, podcasts are like the number one medium, like one of the biggest mediums of of digital content that people are consuming nowadays. And, you know, I was asked this question on another podcast, actually, about two weeks ago. So I want to pass pass the torch to you and ask if someone comes right with an idea but they don't know where to go to start a podcast you know i bet you've been asked this question already so i understand and i'm i'm ready for it but i want to know you know from your angle 
What's your advice to, to, to new podcasters? What's your advice to people really wanting to establish themselves and create their own empire, like blind abilities or, you know, like uh, um, just from that angle? What would, what would you throw on to them? Uh, it's time consuming. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, man? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to put it right out there it's time consuming um how much time do you like sitting in a chair in front of a computer editing um it, but it depends on what you like in audio my thing about audio is quality audio and that's what sells i believe in a sense some people may have other different things they look for you know content i mean if the astronauts can radioed home and said you know one giant leap for you know no one said what kind of microphone are they using <laughs> it was all content yeah it was all, all yeah so if you have great content people are going to listen and i think that's that's knowing your audience so you have to balance that out who are you um, I don't say preaching, but who are you? Who is your audience? Yeah. What kind of content do they want? What, why are they coming through you to get that content? And I think that's everything. Then once you have that down, then you start thinking about the audio, the quality. I mean, we don't have video, so we try and get the audio good. Yeah. And sometimes we need editing. Not everybody that you interview is a great speaker. And sometimes you might have to take out the ums, ahs, and other things and oh, yeah. take a 40-minute interview and bring it down to 28 or something right. without missing a word in a sense. And and that's doing it for the listener because they, they're listening and they're gaining from the information that's being passed on. And yeah, so there's it's a lot of time consumption. If you want, if you're good on the microphone and YouTube is a thing that you want to try or something like that, there you, you drop the mic at the end of the show and that's it. That's published. Yeah, there you go. That's all, folks. <laughs> some people, <laughs> some people have that radio talent that they can, they can banter for 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and it's good. And, you know, I wish everybody had that because then podcasting would be easy for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny that you bring that up. One of my, I, when I look back at the roster for uh, the TG show, my sister, actually, she's a business enterprise program alumni and she's just killing it. Like, we're talking six figures, everything. But uh, she, no offense to, to you, Andrea, I love you, but your episode was definitely one for the books to edit. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> it goes it goes to show, right? You know, she's going to probably be like, why did you do that on my show? It's like, you know, but like, but you're absolutely right. You know, you, you can really tell uh, the overall just cadence in people's voices. You can tell who's, you know... Uh, people shy or microphone shy and it's you know it's not an uncommon thing but as you said you know it, it would make our jobs way too easy if everybody was another thing is i found out over the years is i can interview someone at the top of the food chain someone a high corporate person and they're talking into their pc that mm -hmm. that's their or they oh here's a microphone they got that old stick that used to sit right on the <laughs> desk and point towards you or something yeah. 
they have because that that's not in their wheelhouse that's not they're just speaking and they think this stuff works that way and stuff so but you get down to a 14 year old kid in some state i won't name a state and pull pick anybody out i'm just saying he's got a 400 microphone he's got a mixer he's got you know some of these some of these kids young adults you yeah. know ha- yeah. have some equipment that is like wow you've been listening to some good shows and figuring stuff out you know whatever yeah. they're that, but that, that's maybe what they wanted to do or maybe they have an ear for that and sure you know so it's really interesting especially people in music like you uh the microphone is part of a daily equipment for you you know sure yeah it you know it's it's the 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 transition point or the it's the medium that helps communicate mm-hmm. or help draw out the feeling in, in a lot of ways and more and more you know as as we go on you know when i look around at my peers or those that i mentor that are younger than me everyone's got their you know all this equipment everyone's got these desires and you know just this big ambition to be content creators or you know to find a way to trans you know at find the use that transmission mm-hmm. uh, and you know the one thing that i've always passed on to them that you know i'm wondering i'm wondering what your take on this is is you know people will talk the talk a lot but the thing that i find to be unique is you know everyone always wants a guidebook to how things are done right you know each step of the way each step of the way but from my experience i had been talking about doing a podcast for over 10 years and i didn't get anywhere with it until last year i i had this just fun idea i was like oh what about the tg show or something and here we are we're gonna hit our first year on December 30th, you know. Wow, I made it to the first year. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> well, you, you make a good point there. The desire to do it and all that stuff that leads to equipment. You do not need to go out and spend $2,000 on equipment no, to start no. out. No. What you want to find out is, let's try and make a podcast. Let's do one, two, three of them and see what's working. And you you can go out and buy a seventy five dollar microphone an interface for a hundred and half you know something like that, and a, it, probably have a computer that'll work, you know. And then you got to figure out where you're going to put it. Are you going to get a website, or are you just going to put it up on as a podcast? No website, you, you know. So there's mm-hmm. because once you get a website, then you have monthly costs. Yeah. And then once you start, okay, I'm going to use this thing. I'm, then you got uh, you got to. Subscribe to get, you know, there's 17 bucks a month. There's this, you know, it starts adding up. It's like yeah. people who cut the cable and start buying all these streaming things pretty soon. They're going, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was saving money. Like, no, HBO, Netflix, and Hulu all at once is about as much as you'd be spending for direct TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny that way, but uh, it, it adds up. Because once you publish to a website, and say you have Libsyn where you're going to host your files or something, you know, if you stop, they disappear, you know? So it's like, you got to keep this thing going and see how it goes for you, you know, and then evaluate it. And for people, I tell this to people about money and podcasts. They always say, well, then I can get advertisers and then I can get sponsors. And if that's what you're going for, that's a whole different ball game. Um, This is a niche market niche market and uh it's i would say if it has tony has the teaching skills he has 
he likes teaching. I do the same thing. Pete did too. Um, I find that people who are doing podcasts in the blind world for the blind is it's a passion. It's a, a it's, they feel like they're doing something, and they, that's yeah. what they get out of it. I wish there was more feedback out yeah. there in the world. Wouldn't that be a fun? Huh? I think I've yeah. made one cent in the past year. So yeah, there's it's a passion, right? At that rate, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it, here's here's a big question. This is kind of a uh, you know. Feel free. We don't we don't have to talk about this if it's uh, too deep. But you know, I'm curious from an entrepreneur's perspective. Does blind abilities generate revenue? We do not generate revenue from any outside source. We don't, you know, you know, but we got this new SL interface right here that you could use today. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we never did ad advertising on the show. You know, I'm coming up on 978, 980 podcasts. Wow. Um, it's wow. I, I'm not going to taint it any, you know, there's no reason to um, look for a sponsor. I've had many requests for people to do sponsorships and what does it cost and all that stuff. But I just didn't want to. Uh, you don't want to open just, that floodgate. Yeah. Yeah. It, and then I'd have to switch around and then people would start questioning it. Well, you know, and then would I be direct on, on how to. You know what to do, well, how to script. The, mo the moment you start taking, you know, revenue or just a, a monetary exchange, you know, now there's an obligation and expectation suddenly thrusted onto the mission, right? And that can change a lot of things. So going would back I, to, go ahead. Well, what would I suggest if you want to try and make money, get your skills up there, get really good at making doing skills, and people will come to you to do their podcast. Well, you know, you so. If you can become someone who say you like to edit a lot, well, there's people who don't like to edit a lot. Find something that people don't like to do, and there's an opportunity. And I think editing in podcasting, editing is probably the biggest consumption of one's time. Oh, so for sure. if if you got good editing skills, you're marketable. Oh, there you go, entrepreneurial one hundred and one, right there. If you know, find something that nobody else wants to do. <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's awesome well and thank you for answering you know that question you know because that kind of transparency really shows that blind abilities sole foundation is on passion and passion alone for bringing quality content on a quantitative uh, on a quantitative yeah quantitative level for people who need just by a few taps you know, those 101s and those Wellness Wednesdays, which I love. I love Wellness Wednesdays. That's a great program. Uh, and, you know, other tidbits that are thrown into the mix, you know, Tech Abilities, as you mentioned earlier, also a great uh, sideshow. Uh, side and, you know, um, just just all, all the people that I've had the privilege to meet as well as just see come, come in and around your circuit of uh, community members has been just top-notch humble and very very approachable people 
So it's well, it's, when I met Tony Gebhardt, it was like this musician that could shred a guitar and then his keyboards <laughs> and his, his drumming. I tell you, you got some of the best drums on there. I've heard that from other people too. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> not to take away from anything else, but the way you put together music and albums and everything like that. You know, I had I just had Tony Gebhardt on my show, you know, and I'd send it to uh, my son who lo- loves that style of music he's kind of a uh-huh. mix in genres but that's one of his areas oh, nice. and he's like whoa he's pretty good you know <laughs> like i said yeah he's playing every instrument dude and he's like no way you know oh that's awesome oh, yeah how fun how fun yeah nice. so that the meeting musicians to me is really fun because i started out recording musicians and that's why I had some equipment that I got rid of. And then someone told me about podcasts. And so it's always nice to bring on different musicians that are around the country here, actually around the world, really. Oh, yeah. No kidding. It's so funny. Every time we sit down to have a conversation, whether it be in podcast form or or just general chatting, we end up just interviewing each other. I, I find that hysterical sometimes. <laughs> I guess it's the nature of the beast. <laughs> well, if you put two clock makers together, what are they going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, tell tell me this. Let's talk technicalities, right? Because I got I got a few geeky listeners out there who want to know what are you using for gear? Right now, I'm using a Shure microphone, a KSM twenty seven. It's a vintage one in a sense because we're older (laughs) um they don't make the 27 they make the 32 now to replace that uh zone in the microphones it's a large condenser large diaphragm condenser microphone and i'm using the ssl um two as my interface and that plugs right into my uh imac um i have a 27 inch imac um which is kind of the first thing I bought. And so I've always replaced it with that. Mm. And it doesn't have, like right now, there's a piece of foam, uh, three foot piece of foam, two pieces technically running straight behind my microphone over the uh, iMac. It's buried behind there. Um, so I don't even see that. And um, yeah. And is, just, that your I, main, is that your main podcasting rig? Would you say? Yes. Okay, that's super cool. Now, when you interviewed me for the first time in 2018 down in Orlando, you were using some portable gear. What were you using at the time? Oh, let's see. There's uh, the Shure uh, microphone that used to plug into the iPhone. And that's the the 88. Um, Wow. That's that's been a while since I've had to plug that in. It's a sure makes a microphone that you can plug right into your iPhone. But knowing that they just switched over to the C, I don't know if they're going to keep that microphone around for that. Uh, the MV88 is what it was called. That's it. MV88. There's another one that I could have been using too at the same time. Would have been the the Zoom H1, oh, which is a handheld. Go. Yeah, yeah. And that's I had a, one of those. basically a one button. Press one button, and then if you can manage the handling of it, just without 
re-gripping your hand a few times. You know, right. it works pretty good. There's some settings on the back where you can record an MP3, WAV. You can have it auto set the mic and stuff. But I usually just keep that flat, everything flat. And, you know, I, I would say most of all microphones is proximity. Mm. If you're in a room with very little um, fabric type of deal, if it's echoey, get closer to it get closer to it because you're going to beat the echo from getting back. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so, and if you're starting out, think about your room, draw the curtains, uh, pull the shades. If you have blankets on the bed, make sure they're there. Um, if you have carpet, that's good. Um, stuff like that. If you have a closet full of clothes, open the doors to it. it it'd mm. be like a, a, it won't bounce back like your closet doors. It'll bounce back. So, like right now, since I'm being interviewed and I'm Tony's doing all this, I decided, well, I'll give him the best I can. So I put up my foam, which I just mentioned, it runs right now. It's nice foam. It's I wouldn't say it's cheap, but I usually had it on the wall. There but I took go. it down off the wall because I can pull it up and put it on when I need it, and I like it better that way. Yeah, and you so, sound great. Yeah, so that that's what it, you know. As for equipment, um, Amadeus Pro is what I use on the Mac. That was going to be my next question. Yeah, yeah, it's for about seventy five dollars. You can get this program, and it's totally accessible. Totally, you can do everything. Everything Blind Abilities has done has been done with Amadeus Pro. Wow! And other people have switched with Reaper and other things. Um, Reaper is good. It's great. A lot of people are using it, especially musicians are using it. But I think this is, if you're just, if you're just using a Mac, this works for me, and that's what I can speak of. And, um, yeah. I, the other thing is, if you've ever played with tape recorders as a kid and stuff and always thought about doing weird commercials or skits and stuff like that, Podcasting is kind of like that because you get to bring an intro in. You got, you might have an effect, a transition, and stuff. So you get to be creative, and that comes from inside you. It's not taught by a book like Tony was talking about. There is no book on any of this because everybody's different, and your personality comes out in your podcast, and that's what happens. Yeah, and there's no rules. You know, you you create the 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 free speech environment, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get to create, as you said, the intros, the outros, the the fun effects, you know, are you doing this Joe Rogan style where you just sit and have a conversation or are you approaching this like NPR? You know, there's there there are leaders in this that have set a stage for different templates and themes. But at the end mm -hmm. of the day, right, you know, it, it comes down to intuition and, as you said, personality. Like NPR, it always sounds like you're talking to a kid talking to someone and the kid is sleeping 10 feet away right yeah <laughs> you gotta be quiet yeah <laughs> exactly live from npr right <laughs> you can't wake everybody up no absolutely not well it, it's so funny i used to have a co-worker that would have npr on every single morning in their office and i'd walk by and i'd i'd, I'd make fun of them all the time for it it's like live from alaska center for the blind this is npr <laughs> <laughs> Coming to me from Alaska. That's really cool. 
Yeah, no, for sure. And you're coming to me from uh, Minnesota. You know, you're a six hour flight away, my friend. I was actually just in Minneapolis. I saw that you posted something that yeah. you're hop skipping across the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we were. I was uh, down in Michigan uh, when, before we hit record. We were talking about my uh, my father, who had passed. Uh, he had his uh, uh, memorial service down in uh, Michigan, so I was blessed to be able to attend that and was able to stop over in Minneapolis on the way back. And you know, I gotta say, I used to not be the biggest fan of the Minneapolis uh, St. Paul airport, but recently I started taking a liking to it uh, for its easy convenience. It's easy to get around. And I've recently found out, uh, you know, and I know this is uh, subjective because I know some people may not uh, agree with this, but I, I read that uh, Minneapolis was the number one favorited airport in America for a little while. And supposedly Detroit just took that spot, which is crazy to think Ooh. about. Detroit took it. It sounds like they're getting these ratings from the standings of the NFL right now. <laughs> Detroit's in first place. I, I, isn't second. that crazy? The Lions have made this weird, uh, weird little comeback. I, 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 I like it. I I, like I, I do too. I do too. Don't get me wrong. It's I gotta. I'm not a huge sports guy, but you know, I'm I'm a standing believer that uh, I think coaching has everything to do with the direction of the team, and then the the other ten percent or fifty percent, however you want to you know divide it, is the team itself. But I don't know. Well, when I lost my eyesight, just before I did, my cousin sent me two tickets to go to Lambeau Field, and they were playing Detroit Lions and Barry Sanders. I tell you, if he by halftime, he already had 100 yards. <laughs> but I, I swear, he had over 300 if you counted how he ran left to right. Oh, man. <laughs> that guy would run 30 yards to gain seven. I mean, he was, he, he was like a cat dashing all over the place, you know, just, <laughs> right. yo, yeah, just, and there he is, all of a sudden, 100 yards, what? Yeah, it's crazy stuff, man. Yeah, Detroit, that's when I really like Barry. Now, is Detroit in the in the playoffs right now? Didn't they, did they make it to no. the playoffs? No, because they got Minnesota in the way right now. Not really, but no, but they're in first place. <laughs> they're doing really well. Um, Minnesota just lost their quarterback. And, and, oh, man. But, in the day. But we the... die. There we go, digressing again. I know. My goodness gracious. See, that's what happens when you and I are in, in, in the same uh, meeting space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, Jeff, it's already almost been an hour. Can you believe that? Yeah. And yeah. Tony, I just want to say thank you so much, you know, from from a teacher. I remember watching your going through the world. What was it? W. How do you say that? The school you went to. Oh, World Services for the Blind. Yeah. That's WSB. it. I didn't want to give, goof that up. I remember you went through there and I was like, huh. <laughs> I was just like, hmm. And then you came out of there and you went to Alaska and it was just just really neat to see your growth and um I still remember your description of that bridge up there on the hiking trail. And you made that the picture of your album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of uh, Guided. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a huge symbol of, um, you know, just the beauty of life and feeling guided by nature or, you know, guided by 
you know, morals or guided by failures, even, mm -hmm. I think is really what that album was, was all about. Uh, but I really took from that. That was really neat because that's awesome. I love that it's so much. The, the thing is, blind abilities may have been what it was, what it is, what it's going to be, but I don't know what it's going to be just as much as the next podcast. I don't know the next one. It's you always, know how they say we're only as good as our last, you know, you know you've heard that phrase, you know. But if you're driven, like I know you are, this podcast is going to be the next one. The next one's going to be better. The next one's go. going to be better because you're going to put all those little pieces of information that you learn along the way, just like we talked about success and, it all comes back around and it's it's life's journey never stops there you go how does ai play a role right now for you your career your personal life chat gpt dolly ai stable diffusion any of these artificial intelligence technologies have you used them and have they have they at all been an impact yes chat gpt i use and i subscribe to for 20 dollars a month and I'll, I'll put in there like um mediterranean mediterranean diet and then i'll say a, a dinner a recipe send me a recipe so and it's really easy because you can almost just talk to it because there's a speak yeah. mode too but if you ask i like it in text i just dictate in there i said give me a mediterranean style dinner and throw a recipe along with it and i get these recipes and i just made this chicken and a greek salad type of thing uh, -huh. uh great and this morning i had a mediterranean breakfast one and who knew i would know what quinoa was uh <laughs> let alone spell it <laughs> so uh, there i am i got i had quinoa this morning and i put on top of it uh, a dollop of garlic oh no a dollop of um yogurt with strawberries blueberries cut Ooh. uh cherry tomatoes some olives sliced up and drizzled on some extra virgin olive oil mixed in with some lemon juice and wow. i'm sure there's a couple more things that i left oh a cucumber is in there too and i was adding all this stuff in there and i'm like wow who's gonna eat all this you know just and I, took, <laughs> I took a bite and it's like wow the it's just a burst of flavors in your mouth you know it's just oh like gosh. wow so it's a, it's a trend that i'm doing right now but I'll, I'll use it for that i used it for my butterfly garden i asked uh what kind of flowers would bees and butterflies like and my garden's this big and i want to start out with a one foot row a, a two foot row a three foot and a four foot and it gave me a suggestion and i brought that list right up to the gardener and they said well we got this 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 and i very successfully did a butterfly pollination garden this wow. year wow congratulations well it that's the beauty right just the free the the um, i don't even know like it's hard to find the words for it because gpt has ultimately changed the way of accessibility i mean ai mm -hmm. in general we're seeing be my ai with be my eyes mm -hmm. and even chat gpt4 has it built into their interface now if you're subscribed as you said twenty dollars a month this is this is not a an endorsement but <laughs> yeah you can subscribe to chat gpt for twenty dollars a month get, gain access to the gpt4 model and newer features as they are rolled out and you can upload a photo directly from the web interface or the app the chat gpt app and ask it to describe it to you and it is just 
fantastic. Like nothing like we've seen before. I I use it. I mean, I would have to Google, sit there for an hour, two hours, and decipher what Google found for me, and go through different, so many different web pages that could have accessibility issues and stuff like this. This way, I get some information that I decide if I want to use. Right. It's not hundred percent. It's not full fact. And if I don't make it till tomorrow, look up Chat GPT and don't ever have that. Mediterranean breakfast again, <laughs> but but I'm getting I'm learning from it. It's just like when you get ready to write a report for something. I would say, yeah, go use that stuff. Get that information. Put it into your head. Get an idea. It casts about so you know, you're casting for fish, you know, and use some of it in a sense that now you're about ready to put your paper together. But you got to go get resources. You got to go yeah. get other things. But go. it does, it gets your mind in the game. And that's yeah. what I like about it. There you go. I already have an idea of what the episode, what we can call today's episode. I'd be like, uh, you know, a morning with Jeff Thompson, blind abilities and, and the most random of Mediterranean cuisines. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Um, well, look, Jeff, it, today was a real treat and a privilege, you know, just every time we get a chance to sit down and talk, I feel 10 times better than than I did before we started. Um, you're a great friend and uh, just an incredible asset to the blind community and everything that you, Pete, and um, all the others are doing with blind abilities. And you should be proud and uh, be sure to listen to the Blind Abilities podcast anywhere you get podcasts, blindabilities.com. Uh, Jeff, did you have anything that you wanted to throw throw on to the listeners before we yeah, listen to the TG podcast? There's a lot of episodes out there. I went through the list and I'm going, whoa, Tony's been busy. Good stuff, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, my friends. How do I always leave you? Always know that you are loved and you are valued. And we'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, friends. Just want to say thank you for listening to today's episode of the Tony Gephardt Show. And if you want to support the show, biggest and easiest way that you can do that is by going to the podcast itself on Apple or Spotify and leaving a review. They really, really help the show. Huge. Big time. Give me a five-star rating if you think it's worth it. Or you can give me a one-star if you really hate it. Okay? I won't be offended. But leave me a review if you could and share it with a friend who may need to be introduced to hearing one of these stories from somebody who is making their way through their life on a journey that may be relatable to your very own. So, thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.